In a world where James Franco is still considered a credible actor and Mike Busey can open a place called the Sausage Castle, one podcast will rise. One podcast will take a stand. It's host steadfast and strengthened by snark and snobbery. This podcast is Cinema Geekly. It's time for the Cinema Geekly Podcast, episode 137. Before we get going, everybody head on over to cinemageekly.com slash premium. We just got done with a week plus, nearly two weeks of Cinema Geekly Premium Podcasting. Thank you to everybody who checked out all of the shows. Now, if you'd like to contribute, please consider subscribing. $12, one-year membership. You get all of those shows you listened to over the last... God, what was it? Seventeen or so days we did of of uh, podcasting. I think we did we did almost two weeks, right? So it's close to fourteen days, uh, something like that. Uh, all of those shows you listen to, plus any new shows we do, plus all of the old shows we did in the past, all available at cinemageekly.com slash premium. Uh, yeah, we got those. Uh, a lot of people checked out those Hope Spot episodes we did. Hmm. Uh, the I, which I cannot believe because, quite frankly, those went way longer. I think than any of us wanted them to. Oh, so maybe that's the key. Maybe, maybe they want three-hour episodes, though. Maybe that's it. I, I mean, you combine those two episodes, and it's almost four hours. It's almost as long as WrestleMania itself. Holy crap! I'm uh, glad it, I didn't make it. If you combine the two episodes, well, I mean, to be fair, it was a very big weekend uh, yeah, with uh, a lot yeah. of stuff to talk about and to dissect. So shows going forward, I'm sure, will be far less entertaining. So you caught all the good stuff when it was free. Good for you, everyone. Yeah, I watched it last night. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> well, that's why I said fucking Phil McGraw. Oh, is that what Dr. Phil was doing? Yeah, he was talking to Charlotte. I haven't watched I Is this last name really McGraw? Yeah. That's amazing. Seriously. I haven't gone back and watched any of the highlights. I'll have to go and watch some of the highlights. I'm going to have to. Jesus. We're going to have to talk about it on the Hope Spot this week. His name uh, is McGraw, man. Like, what? He's an Indian outlaw. That is fucking bananas. <laughs> uh, McGraw. Phil McGraw. Glenn, did you, uh, did you sit down Jesus. and watch, uh, did you sit down and watch these, uh, 11 minutes of the killing joke? Which, by the way, I was, I was led down the primrose path here. I thought this was gonna be 11 actual minutes of the killing joke animated movie. Instead, it was 11 minutes of people who made it talking about it interspersed interspersed with a few clips from the movie. Uh, did you sit down and watch all 11 minutes of this? I sure did. Uh, so, do you have any do you have any thoughts? I mean, they did show quite a bit. Yeah, I have some thoughts. It's called uh, this is what happens when you have a department that runs a cohesive unit and everyone's all on the same page and creates good finished products. <laughs> Unlike what is happening with their live action things, I was going to say I had no idea what you were talking about, but that <laughs> it just cleared was, it up. Like when Bruce Tim talks about, oh yeah, of course we have to make changes. Like we can't do everything that's the same way because cinema works different than comic book films. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've always, you know, I, I give Zack Snyder credit. Like he makes a movie look and feel like a comic book. The problem is you, you can't do it with a movie. Right. Uh, you can't give. You can't have ginormous plot holes that are going to be fixed in issue two and three, and issue twos and threes are going to be three and four years down the road. Like I shouldn't have to retcon myself into how I view a movie. Sure. And uh, you know you can do that with a comic book. 
Aaron, did you watch? Uh, did you watch what this was essentially a making of? Kind yeah, of? as soon as I figure out what it was, I bailed out. I'll wait until it's actually done. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, was I mean, they they showed thinking. an actual trailer. I mean, they released an actual trailer. Yeah, uh, and and they're doing something that is not in the comic books as well. I'm guessing because uh, Bat Batgirl, Batwoman, whatever her name is, plays Batgirl. There's, uh, there's a Batwoman. Don't freak out. Is there a Batwoman too? Jesus yeah, Christ! There is. Uh, bat everything. Uh, I'm. I don't know. Did she play an important role in the story? So much. Uh, that they... Yeah, she plays a pretty important role. I wouldn't okay. say it's a big role, but she's. Sure. You know, she's pinch hitting in the ninth. You know that kind of thing. Because they they talked they talked in this making of thing that uh, they wanted to expect. So they're doing something that's not in the book, which is a prologue that uh, follows her around for a little bit to, like, deepen her character, add layers and stuff. Good idea. Yeah, so you have some emotional and context with the character. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like what you do in, you know, in any... For first-time viewers or... Yeah, any time of these movie franchises. It's why we gotta see Bruce Wayne's parents die all the time. You know, you gotta you gotta see where it's coming from. Uh, So while we're on the... uh, While we're on the animated Batman tip, I did watch uh, both... Uh, uh, both episodes, I guess, of the the Batman, the Dark Knight Returns animated feature. Oh yeah, the Thomas Wayne Chronicles. I did. I watched. <laughs> I watched both of those. Uh, one dark and stormy night. Uh, I was really unprepared. I heard you guys talk about how how dark it is. I was kind of unprepared Shoot. for how dark it is. <laughs> Like I was expecting, I was expecting dark, but I wasn't expecting Thomas Wayne putting a gigantic hole in and fucking Reverse Flash's head. Oh, you watched like, Flashpoint Paradox, okay? I, oh, and I watched Flashpoint Paradox, but uh, yeah, I watched, that's what you're that's what you're describing. Like I that's watched, what happens in Flashpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I mean, well, I mean, I watched I watched both of them. Both were dark. Uh, Flashpoint <laughs> Paradox was disturbingly so. Uh, it's good though. Oh no, it was great. Flashpoint Paradox was fucking astounding. <laughs> yeah, it's completely but... unexpected. <laughs> it was Jesus. seeing Wonder Woman, uh, you know, slit the throat of ch- many children was not what yes! I was expecting. She did what Anakin Skywalker should have done in Episode Three. We should have seen him killing those younglings. Uh, she cut that one girl's head off and just held up her head. It's just like holy fuck! Don't show this to your children, everybody. Uh, but dark. I, so I watched the whole Dark Knight Returns thing uh, as well. It was. I don't know how I felt about the animation style. Uh, well, that's because you have to match Frank Miller's artwork, and it's it's he's not that good. It was weird. Yeah, Batman looked like the Incredible Hulk in a Batman yeah. costume. Yeah, he does it was really goofy animation. But. Big wide frames. I mean, Aaron, you get to probably tell more about like in Daredevil. He kind of does the same thing. Yeah, uh, the the quick and nimble Daredevil is the the size of Colossus or some shit. No, but they just beefy. Yeah, he he likes to add on some. Extra he really muscles. he really likes him, like, he he likes him like Vince McMahon likes him. If I, I could paint say, that I was, picture for you, I was gonna say like <laughs> if Frank Miller and Vince McMahon been seen at the same at the same I place at the same. They time. text each other emojis all the time, just high fiving. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he you think that's bat- crazy? You should look at Michael Turner because those dudes are like there ain't an ounce of body fat on them. Yeah, so I, I confused my animated features. Um, Flashpoint Paradox. I thought I enjoyed Flashpoint Paradox way more than the Dark yeah. Knight uh, Returns animated features. But 
Yeah, un- unprepared for it. You know, the cool thing is, because I watch Flash, I knew who the vast majority of the characters who appeared in the in that movie were. Uh, so that was a plus. It was just weird seeing, you know, some of them brutally murdered is all. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, that oh, was a bit like strange. the part where you see uh, Lex Luthor just like, I got in and just get his head you know, yes. sliced off by Aqualad in Aquaman. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Pulled no punches. Uh, what a no, dark no, and scary place. Uh, and you know what? If they decided to make that movie in a, into like a movie, I would have watched that. Uh, but yeah, it, and I, you know, I was super psyched. I didn't know the story, obviously, so going into it, I'm like, oh shit, Kevin Conroy is Batman again. This is going to be great. And then he's <laughs> in it for all about uh, five minutes combined, I think. Time. Yeah, he gives you what you need. It was a. Uh, I'm sure it was a great. See Thomas yeah, Howell. He gets is, uh, Reverse Flash. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was convinced for a while that the guy who was voicing Thomas Wayne was the original voice of Honest Trailers, but uh, I couldn't get that confirmed. No, it's Kevin uh, McKidd. <laughs> was it? Yeah, that's, that's who the. It is. Uh, he was the guy on uh, what the fuck was that? Rome or? Yeah. Something yeah. Like yeah. That. yeah, yeah. And he's in, like, Kings of Heaven, like, he dies on that ship, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's one of the many characters in Kingdom of Heaven that you think is going to be a main character and then dies abruptly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, good animated films from DC. It's highly yeah, recommended awesome. that everyone check it out. Uh, so, uh, before we talk about all the trailers that came out, Aaron, is there any more news on, uh, on these? Uh, I've seen the fan theory make its way all around the interwebs. Uh, basically pointing out who is who it is uh, to be believed that was killed at the end of uh, the Walking Dead season finale. Uh, I'm really hoping that it's not. I'm really hoping that it's not who the the theory says it is. Not because I don't want to see that character die. I don't really care. Uh, but because if that is who it is, it just seems like it makes the ending even more frustrating that they decided to to make it a secret. When they right. should have done it that much, when they could have done it earlier. There's yeah. so much evidence there. Like, you know, even on The Talking Dead, they were both like, you know, there's evidence throughout the show. You know, we dropped little hints, little teases. Uh-huh. I mean, if you go all the way back to when Glenn and uh, and Ratface were on the dumpster, yeah. uh, it, it switches to Glenn's first person, like for the very first time there. And, like, they had apparently they had never previously, you know, shown anything like that, like mm-hmm. from one of the mains before. So, I mean, in the fact that it was the first person they're getting out of the truck. And then there's that uh, that video we posted about that person. They did the the, the fucking Indie Mini Mighty Mo. It was like, order. okay, this timing makes sense. But then also, if you look at the picture, uh, <clears throat> like of the final group on their knees, Glenn is the only one that has like a five foot berth around him. Everyone else is stacked on top of one another. Yep, he's the only one with ample space to to get clubbed. And and, and like they pointed out in the video, I mean, you know, when, when Negan's talking about Rick and Carly, mushes back to his right, which makes it you know all the way on the left and it's just it, it lines up and it's just gonna be such a waste and right now like they're scrambling like trying to figure out what the hell to do mm-hmm. like you, you're fooling yourself if you think gimple isn't fucking breathing into a paper bag right now trying to figure out how to get out of this i mean it's okay because he's like wanna... it's got to be glenn that that's where we planned out but he's like but people are gonna think i suck if it's glenn what am i gonna do like he's freaking out they don't know what the 
hell to do right well, now. Yeah, but they, it's, mean, it's Glenn. It's obviously Glenn. I mean, he doesn't suck if that's who he picked. Like, I don't have a problem with that. And they went with something. They went with the comic book, and that's cool. Go by cliffhanger it then. Like, why yeah, not? You like, you know, in the to... first person, like, but then the very last shot could just be like Glenn Allegrat or something. Yeah. You know, just give us a little flavor, man. To, to me, it's like why cliffhanger it? Why tease that he died earlier in the season, and then go so far as to remove Stephen Yoon's name from the from the from the opening crawl of the show for like right. three episodes, things like and that. And he's to the me. one who found all the pictures of, of the people Negan had been beaten for. I mean, so yeah, yeah, th- yeah, they've yeah. been setting the, they've been setting us up all season and we all just took it as red herrings, but really, you know, they were just soprano and the shit out of yeah, us. Yeah, It's not going to be a surprise if, you know, like if you're basing any show off of a book and you they're like, uh, you know, oh, find out who dies, and then if you find out that it's the same person who dies in the book in the exact same circumstances, I don't know, that's man. Not really, a surprise. I've both, I've both read and seen The Hobbit, and they seem vastly different. Well, I mean, that, those are vastly <laughs> different. Uh, you know, I mean, no. What I'm saying is, like, if on Game of Thrones, they right. they tease the death of a character, and everyone in the book is like. Oh shit! It's Ned Stark, Sean Bean's character. He, that's who dies in the book. But if they, they would have cliffhanged like that episode you, p- p- yeah, for like they, a season, yeah. But they tease it, and then when they come back, oh, it's the death from the books. Then people are going to be like, "Well, that's not that big a surprise." Most people either already knew it, or they wanted to find out and then went ahead and read ahead of time. Now it'll be interesting to see if they actually kill somebody other than Glenn to throw the the curveball. But I don't think it happens. I think they stick to their guns and just yeah. piss people off. We're gonna they we're gonna watch anyway. We're, we're gonna watch anyway. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, we have to. We we have a podcast about it. But uh, Aurora and I disliked that episode, and we talked about it uh, this week when we did the first episode of season two of Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, we talked about how we talked about this theory, and neither of us will be pleased if this is the direction they go, just because it seems dumb to cliffhanger it. Most people know Negan kills Glenn in the books. So Yeah. Uh, fuck Even off. people who don't read the comic by now know that. We also weren't big fans of the first episode of Fear the Walking Dead either. So uh, I haven't watched that yet. I look forward to checking that out, though. It was better than the season finale of Walking Dead, but if you're, if you're wanting action or something exciting or big to happen... Uh, going with a low bar. Going with a Batman v Superman leveled bar. Oh, I can't wait to set the bar that low. That's going to be awesome. You're going to have to set it low because it's just a bunch of people talking on a boat for most of the episode. <laughs> uh, so, not kidding, everybody. Is the dialogue that, at least good? Like That was Mad a lot Men? of the third act of Jaws, too. No, though. it is not Mad Men level dialogue, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's not like everybody on there is horrible, but they've got some really annoying characters. Uh and those people do also talk. Uh, all right, let's talk about trailer. We're going to transform into all the all dude version of the following has been approved. I'm sure Jacqueline and Jillian have either already talked about these trailers because they I do have a new episode from them in my inbox that I have to put up. I think uh, they'll we talk approve about, it, right? So are, are, is that what we're going to be? Is the following has been approved? Well, they're they're the <laughs> they're they're both. They exist in both worlds. The, the following has. They're the following has been approved, and we approve it simultaneously. Wow. They, exist in, yeah, they have they, a multiverse. They exist in both worlds. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but now we get a chance to talk about this stuff. Uh, the first one that came out, uh, the trailer for Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Oh, yeah. uh, the official teaser trailer uh, came out, uh, basically sort of just setting the stage, introducing us to some characters. 
and showing us the visuals. Glenn, what did you think of the trailer? It was nice getting faces with all the people who are going to die in this movie. Yeah, you think they're you don't? I look. I don't think uh, we haven't confirmed any of their races as no, Bothans. So just, uh, just a lot of Bothans died. Yeah, they just said many. They didn't say all. Yeah, I'm figuring no. all of these people lived long enough. And Monmouthus, uh, they couldn't have cast her any better. Like man, that was. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. The, does everybody know the, the story of the uh, the Monmouthma character in this trailer? Do you know the story behind her, Aaron? No. It's it's actually interesting. Uh, so well, lay it on me, man. Stop fucking yeah, with me. Mon Mothma was in the original. She was in the. F- was she just in the first one, or did she show up? And she's just in the first one. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, anyway, they got a dead on looker for her. Uh, pretty close to exact. Excellent casting. Yeah. The weird thing is, is that this is not the first time she was cast to play Mon Mothma. She was. In a deleted scene of Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, as a young Mon Mothma, huh. in a deleted scene, so they recast her to actually play her in actual <laughs> canon. Uh, so, in a weird way, that's she, pretty awesome. She bridges that really crappy trilogy of films with <laughs> the better trilogy of films through this movie. Um, I, I, you know what? Uh, uh, I, I really enjoyed the most. Gareth Edwards, I, I feel like I've figured out Gareth Edwards' big thing, the thing that he's good at. And Gareth Edwards... Running into to be, a tunnel and having something attack you? No, not that. Uh, that's not his thing, no. Uh, to me, his thing, he seems really good at scale. He seems, I mean, obviously we all saw it in Godzilla, he seems really excellent at portraying just how fucking huge something is. And he did it awesomely with some shots of the the original Death Star with some really sweet-looking Star Destroyers. Uh, and even at the end, they had some, like, proto-Adats. Uh, like, not the uh, not exactly the same design as the one we see in Empire Strikes Back, but really similar uh, in design. And he just does a really good job of making things uh, scale really well. Like, I think that's his thing. Uh, I'm I'm not sure. Aaron, what did you think of the trailer? Loved it. I've watched it like twelve times. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm super I'm super excited. They, look, they don't really give you a whole bunch. I know a lot of people looked at this and were like, "Another girl lead in Star Wars? What the fuck?" There were people that are like that. Uh, and they th- that's insane. And they think it's Hunger Games somehow. Uh, I don't. I don't think the lead is a teenager in this movie. Only because she somewhat resembles Jennifer Lawrence from The Hunger Games, I guess. I don't is it? Know. How do we know? Maybe how old? not really. She doesn't look anything like her. Do we? Yeah, do we, but you know, if if that's the the hoop, I would say the hairstyle. But... She's she's youngish and brash, right. and that's Jennifer Lawrence in Hunger Games. She's she's tough as nails. Um, does anybody know? Uh, uh, Felicity's age, I I don't know, but a lot I think of people, she's like twenty eight. Yeah, okay. So because people are like, this is like Hunger Games with teenagers again. I'm like, I don't think she's a teenager. Like she looks young, but I I'm, I was pretty sure she was in her at least mid twenties. Uh, and from what we yeah. what we saw in the trailer, it looks like they they did a good job of bridging the gap. You know, like as far as uh, taking it back before. You know, making the technology feel like it could have progressed, like the way it did in the actual movies. Like it, it, it yes. Like they're doing their homework, man. I just, I can't wait for these spinoffs. Like at first, you know, when they announced it, it's like, okay, maybe they're getting a little silly with all this shit. And then, you know, 
as we're starting to see everything come out, man, it's it, it might be easing my uh, my hesitation to fall in love with the Han Solo prequel. So we'll yeah, see. I'm I'm also oh, very I'm 100 in with the Han Solo. It depends oh. on the cast, man. No, I don't even care if it's good or not. The fact that the guys who made the Lego <laughs> Movie are doing it like they're good. Writers. I know it's at least gonna be fun. Yeah. It's at that, least going to be fun. It sure. may be really stupid, and they're probably going to... It's going to be more of a parody, but it's at least going to be really fun. This what is, if Han breaks the fourth wall and they do it like Deadpool style? Ah, uh, that'd be great. <laughs> I mean, they did it 21 Jump Street and 22. Oh, like, God it's, damn it. it they're not, and they do it in freaking Lego movie and Clone High. Yeah, everything maybe, these guys have done, they do it. So. It's Clone cool. High, and how do you know what Clone High is, Glenn? Clone High is an amazing TV show from the early 2000s about these scientists guy who made all these clones of guys and ladies. But now they're sound all sexy teens. <laughs> they're just sexy. He just made a bunch of sexy clones. I, and they're gonna they're gonna make it if they try. So oh, I can't, they're gonna make it if they try. I can't I can't get this out of my head now. I'm now imagining a scene where Solo shoots somebody and then makes some sort of crack about how George Lucas better not recut it later or something like that. Yeah. Shot for no, they'll bitch. probably like, do like, like they'll do like the we the Millers thing, you know, when Jason today just yeah. like looks at the camera and kind of nods. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll probably do something like that. Like Han's gonna do the Jim Halpert and just smirk at the camera every 17 minutes. Yeah, I can't believe you shot that guy before he had a chance to shoot at you, and then he just looks and winks. <laughs> then right. just some digital shades go over his face, and it just says, "Deal with it." I can't yeah. wait to see Han grown up on you know on his planet, and someone tries to make him uh, do nerf herding, and he's like, "Nah, I don't do that." Like he's gonna look at the camera very knowingly <laughs> at that point. Did we lose Tony? No, I'm still here. Oh. <laughs> uh, dealing with an intruding five-year-old. Uh, problem solved, though. Uh, you know what? This is going to be a really different Star Wars movie, though. I, th- I a lot of people haven't really put this this level of thought to it, but I think, if memory serves, this is the first Star Wars movie or any actually any maybe Star Wars property that has nothing to do with the Skywalker lineage. Nothing to do with Luke or Anakin oh, or Leia. Oh, I'm Hans. sure they're going to pop up. You don't think Vader's going to? No, be no. In I there? mean, I'm sure. I'm sure Vader will be in it, but I don't think the story is revolving around him at all. Like I think he'll no. be there, but this story isn't about that. And uh, I believe John Williams is not scoring this, so this will be the first ever Star Wars film without a Williams score in the background. That'll probably be Michael Giacchino. He's, uh, he's not. He's uh, not scoring. What Rogue the Rogue One? Yeah, he's Rogue not One, really. It. Uh, it is a uh, Desplat. Wow. Desplat is doing. Oh, he's good. Yeah, he is Who's, good. Yeah, he does a lot of Wes know. Anderson stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know is, if I want the whimsy, uh, whimsicalness. So there'll be a Bowie Anderson cover song in there somewhere. That's what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. Alexandra, Alexandra, Alexandre. Uh, if he wants me to pronounce it Alexandra, he'll have to spell it properly. But uh, Alexandre Desplat. Uh, I'm not going to pronounce it Alexander until he starts spelling it right. Uh, but other than that, uh, yeah, he's done Count of Monte Cristo by Alexandre Dumas. I mean, he's look. He's done. He scored a bunch. He scored uh, uh, Benjamin Button. He scored uh, the King's Speech. Uh, the the last two Harry Potter. So movies. far, he's scoring great at movies that can get a little sleepy from those first two. Holy mm-hmm. balls, man! Uh, Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part One and Part Two. He scored. Uh, let me see. What else has he got? So is he responsible for the music that played during the uh, Harry and Hermione dancing then? God, I hope not. 
Uh, Motherfucker. And he seems like a Gareth Edwards guy because he scored Godzilla as well. So uh, there you go. And he's got, I don't want the Godzilla score for this, though. No. <laughs> he's got some just crazy shit here. He's got, like, the Danish girl and Suffragette and then Rogue One, a Star Wars story. He's he's kind of done the gamut. He's done everything. Yeah, he's he did a studio Argo. guy. Yeah, he did Argo. He's done a bunch of craziness. He's good, though. I like him. Uh, what else do we got here, trailer-wise? I know there was more. Uh, there's definitely a Ninja Turtles Suicide trailer that Squad. I didn't watch. Ninja Turtles, oh, yeah. We'll get, we'll get to it. I didn't watch the Turtles trailer. You didn't? Uh, no. It did, uh, you didn't really add anything from the first trailer at all, except uh, Megan Fox uh, converting from nerd person to sexy schoolgirl for some reason. Uh, are we sure Michael Bay is directing the first this? one? Was it no, the first one? No, it's yeah, definitely in this one too. Uh, they're, they're all leaking together, man. I don't know. Uh, oh, before we before we go on to the oh, other and they almost talk. let Seamus talk in the trailer, but that wasn't going to happen. No, it's like he was getting ready to speak, and then Gary Anthony Williams cut him off, and it's like, yeah. okay, I get it. I know. Who does Seamus play in this? He's playing He's, uh, Bebop or Rocksteady. Bebop or Rocksteady. One of those. Rocksteady, I think. Aaron, did you did you notice the Kingsman the Golden Circle poster that suggests that oh, yeah. Colin Firth's character may in fact not he might not be dead. Might not. Reports well of might my death have been greatly exaggerated, it says. <laughs> uh which would be crazy because we just saw him get shot shot. Yeah. Like really killed. Well, aren't they supposed to be bringing back Angelina Jolie if they were making another wanted movie? You know, to be something like that. Yeah, why not? I, look, I don't care. He was great. If he wants to go shoot up another church full of rednecks, dude, I still watch. I still watch every Sunday. Like, not okay. Like every other Sunday, like I watch that movie just for that scene alone, just That's to celebrate. Great, it's awesome, scene. dude. It's the it's the one of the best scenes in movies uh, of ever. I just mean, to, just to celebrate it's amazing. Life. <laughs> oh, it's it's so violent. I mean, it's it 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 just keeps going up. It's like a roller coaster that never actually fully tilts. You just keep climbing and climbing and climbing, and you know eventually you're just going to shit your pants and, and pass out. And then right. it just stops. It just it leaves you right there, like feeling like you have to poop. Like that's what that scene was. It was just so nerve wracking and amazing. Uh, so we mentioned uh, Alexandre's Desplats, uh, Des Desplats, uh, his uh, work on the Harry Potter films. Desplats. Let's uh. He's got the splats, ladies and gentlemen. I think uh, that'd be a good artist name. Just call yourself the splats. The splat the paint. Shit, yeah. People people get paid for. Yeah, well, for I don't us. know. Blue Man Group might be a little upset. No, I'm but I think the splats would only use his balls. Like that. There's where the <laughs> splats comes in. That's that's where the yeah. It's it's an onomatopoeia type thing where you make. <laughs> oh, so so like, I feel like so Will Defoe would the own an original the splats. Like he would be a, a big <laughs> the splats. Benefactor. Got an original Desplat. So, yeah, so he scored the last two Harry Potter movies. Let's talk about the trailer for the next in the the line of Harry Potter-ish movies. The first trailer, Aaron, of of any specific length or detail for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them was released. Uh, I believe this was in uh, as a some sort of direct result to the MTV Movie Awards, which I'm told was on when these trailers came out. I was just like, oh, look, new trailers. And I had no idea why these were being released all of a sudden. But I'm told MTV Movie Awards happened, and that's where this stuff came from. Uh, So what did you think of the trailers, sir? Uh, They showed us quite a bit more. Yeah. It, uh, a lot more. It, it feels a lot more like a a Harry Potter movie to me. Uh, One question, though. like, Where is Newt's... I guess kayfabe man, like you know, we we know is it Dan Fogel? Like he he's a muggle in this movie, but like yes. 
he's just shown him like with, within like three scenes, he's he's seen all this kind of magic shit, and it's like, whoa, what? Like, what? I, I'm guessing he must have. Is the American authority more more lax on that? Like, they just don't give a damn. I would imagine. I, and, and then again, I also don't know what the rules are for magic in the Americas in the Roaring Twenties or whenever this this <laughs> took place. Uh, they're they're like one step removed from like horseless like the horseless carriage at this point. They've right, got really old timey cars and whatnot. Like there are um, a few bad storms away just from living in caves. Essentially. Sure, sure, yeah, right. absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I'm not sure what happened to where he gets involved. Is it was Colin- strange, right? Like that. That really, I was like, huh? Like it because it happened the the first time when he was just seeing like some magic gun, and then when he gets in the case, it's like, whoa, what? Yes, like but I know, I, uh, yeah. clearly I'll, in I'll on the adventure. He's clearly in on the adventure, so I'm not sure what what happens. Is Colin Colin Farrell? Is he the villain in the film? I think he might be sort of like the Gene Hackman, like the the uh, the, the gruff but lovable hard ass, like something like that. I see. Uh, he's like the cop or something. Yeah, basically. Oh, so maybe he's like an or maybe. There I'm you not go. Sure. Would they still uh, call him that in the U.S.? Or I'm not even. No, I mean, term? well, they don't even call them muggles. They call them nomads. Oh yeah, that's right. What would? Okay, let's guess. Let's try to figure out what they would call a dark wizard catcher in America. In America. Yeah. Oh my god. It's uh, or uh, you know in the UK. So what do you think it would be here? Dark wizard? No, they catch dark wizards. Yeah. Oh. Uh, god. Uh You think they'd call them I don't know. It have to be like def- it have to be like the the dark arts squad or like maybe like the dark arts. <laughs> I was trying like, to think I was the, trying to think the dark of something arts unit dark arts defense unit. That's the movie I want to see. The Dark, the Dark Arts, Arts unit. Defense Unit. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a great to, TV But they film it like Hardcore Henry, but it's a first-person like <laughs> horror, and he's just wrecking shit. Like, that, I, that w- I would see that movie. FPS Harry Potter. Uh, no, I was trying to think of... Uh, I was trying to think of something along the line of, like, G-Men. Because uh, that's what they called, like, secret agents and shit back in the day were G-Men. They could be the Men in Black cloaks. Uh, there could be that. The Men in Black. The, the Men in Black paws. robes. Oh, they probably yeah. called cloaks. Oh my god, they might call them that. They just call them cloaks. Oh, that's good. You a Damn cloak? There yeah. You go. yeah. If you're a cloak, you gotta tell me. That's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the law. Oh, what's what's the they call it? They call them dedos and RAPD. I can't believe I watched that movie. Uh, well, oh come on, that movie has one of the funniest it. scenes I, I think I've ever seen in it. it uh, we, when she bites his beard and then he's just like she billy goaded me dude i pissed my <laughs> pants the first time i saw that i still it, it just it, i'm grinning ear to ear right now just talking about it it's the oh, funny mary shit, louise man. parker yes she bites his beard he's like, she billy goaded me it's like dude it just oh it gets they, me uh, in the heart it's the so best they, they felt the need to pump in the i want to nibble jeff bridge's beard just because of that movie now like that in a weird way like i'm not taking chunks just give it a little tug just like so you know how to there. say hello yeah, like if we were polar bears, that'd be how I would say hi to him. They, 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 they felt the, they felt the need to to pipe in a little bit of the old Harry Potter theme in here. To I know, I love to, it to get the Cheap old pop, uh, Mick nostalgia. Foley, yeah. Yeah. To get the old nostalgia <laughs> flowing a little bit, and people they really uh, shoehorned the Dumbledore reference in there too. Didn't oh they? yeah, yeah, they they mentioned Elvis <laughs> Dumbledore. They did. Colin Farrell uh, dropped the dropped the name. Uh, there was a lot of apparating. And disapparating, yeah, uh, oh, from people, load. quite a bit of that. Uh, they, uh, I, I like the, uh, of course, the scene where he's at customs and he he muggle proofs his his briefcase or a suitcase or whatever. Yeah, and uh, Hufflepuff 
represent. You see his uh, his the the house scarf and his. I somebody's I'm sure already freeze framed that shot and like examined every visible item in his suitcase to try to figure out shit. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, so all that stuff was great. Glenn, did you did you bother with this? Yeah, I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, for some reason, that's a I hell of a way to ask that. For some reason, I confuse this with Harry Potter all the time. Like, I feel like if we start talking Harry Harry Potter, you zoom, you, like you zone out. Like when we talk Doctor Who, I think Doctor Who he zones out. I think he sticks around for Harry Potter. I don't know that I've ever seen Eddie Redmayne in anything. I don't think I've seen any of his movies, but I'm looking forward to seeing him in this. Uh, I saw him in something. I saw him in the movie where he plays uh, Hawking. The uh, theory was that any good? Theory of everything, complete complete Oscar bait. I I liked it. Uh, I I thought he he was great. I mean, I'd have to watch everybody else's performances, but I thought he was really good in it. Yeah, Uh, do you think Keaton should have won for Birdman instead? Yes, Uh, having seen Birdman, I liked Birdman. I liked his. I liked Keaton and Birdman more than I liked Eddie Redmayne in Theory of Everything. Although. I thought he was great in Theory of Everything. Uh, I know he's in Jupiter Ascending, where he also won a Razzie for Worst <laughs> oh, Actor. Apparently, he's also a voice on Thomas the, on Thomas and Friends. So, due to my kid, I think maybe I have seen really? some Eddie Redmayne's in. Yeah, huh. uh, and he's in The Danish Girl, which was also super Oscar. Oh, I have well. seen him in something. He's in that movie uh, Black Death with Sean Bean. Does Sean Bean die? <laughs> yeah, it does from the Black Death. <laughs> no, no, no. You want me to break it down? It's really no, quick. No, but... I don't know. Go ahead. No, is the entire did... movie just them slowly watching Sean Bean just die of the Black Death over <laughs> no, the course of three No, you actually don't hours? know he has the Black Death until the end because oh. they're trying to figure. They're trying to and find then his a face cure. just falls off, and that's the end of the movie. No, he, oh. they try to find a cure, and they go to this town. It turns out the town's run by a bunch of witches, and so as always. They, oh, now I gotta watch this movie. That sounds yeah. Awesome. Their whole group gets kid or gets you know taken in, and uh, Sean Bean is going to be split in half by two horses, so they tie both arms to horses and pull them apart. And he's like, hey, guess what? I have the Black Death. All you fuckers are going to die. And they're like, oh, my God! And then they kill him, and he's, like, laughing because he killed them all. <laughs> so wow. is, is, is it great. swords or guns? Huh? Is it swords or guns? Oh, yeah. Like, what's so, the time well, frame? Black swords? Death. This would be, you know. Well, you never know. I mean, it could be, like, you know, the, there's a brand new, you know what I mean? This is no. This is like cowboys and aliens, where all of a sudden someone has a fucking oh, wrist it. blaster. Like, <laughs> it's, Thanks, it's legit. I mean, it's pretty good. But yeah, Redmayne is a priest, I think, in that movie. He's wow. pretty good in it. I like it. That sounds pretty great. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, so the trailer, Glenn, for Fantastic Beasts. If you have thoughts on them, show uh, them I mean, I, I liked it. I, I don't. Um, I don't know too much about the mythos of it. I mean. I would say I'm very Nobody much does, so actually. A, I'm a pretty casual. Uh, well, yeah. I just Harry Potter and Joe. I'm a pretty casual Harry ah. Potter guy. I got to the game late. Kind of like Breaking Bad. Like I don't think I watched any of them live in continuation until the last three movies. So yeah. I mean, well, Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong here, but there's really not a lot of story here about this character. This is all kind of being done from scratch, right? There's like one part of a book sort of it's not even like a whole book is it the the actual fantastic beasts and where to find them thing like it's a small book it, it's a, it's a get. small book but there's a i don't know if there's two different versions but i know the, the one i read has a 
has like handwritten notes from Dumbledore where he points things out and, you know, or maybe, you know, just little thoughts or whatever. And, you know, that's about as, as much insight as you're going to get is just, yeah. you know, what's there. So yeah, this is all new. I mean, so yeah. they pretty so, much, uh, so or, fin- or what's on Pottermore. Like, I don't know how much yeah. of that, you know what I mean? Uh, so fin- to be seen. So fantastic beasts and where to find them. Glenn is a book that exists in the Harry Potter universe. It's a yeah, text. no, I know that. And yeah, we've talked just, about this enough times for me to yes. know that. Uh, and this is a story about the author, so it's all pretty much from the ground up. I, I don't think many people know know much about any of it. Uh, I know people are excited to learn more about American magic. Oh, I without guess. having any American actors besides Fogler? Is uh, <laughs> is everybody else British? I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Though. Colin Farrell sounded like he was trying to be American. He's trying. His American accent's usually pretty solid. It's but not bad. It's, it's hard to it's hard to cover up that Irishman. But he could know? be an Irish policeman. I mean, those were those were around. Yeah, all the time he could just in be from Boston. That's it, you know, it's yeah, a pretty sure. easy save. Oh, see, there you go. That's a good call. <laughs> he can be like a Lucky Charms Irish police officer. Like the, the those were uh, according oh, to I mean, television. I've seen Black Mass. They might as well all be Irish in that movie. Uh, well, let's move on. Let's talk about the Suicide Squad trailer that came I mean, out. We don't have to. Well, we're gonna. Uh, I, I suggested on Facebook that this was either going to cement a lot of people as in on the movie or radically turn them off of the movie. Uh, Glenn, which camp are you in? Uh, cemented in or radically turned away? Well, I mean, from the beginning, I've been pretty brash and said I, I could make a better movie. Uh-huh. And that's just because I would hire the right people to do it. Sure. Uh, you know, they have a pretty good formula to follow in, a, in an animated movie that came out a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and they could just do that, and I'm sure no one would know that they just rehash a story. Probably. Uh, <laughs> but I just don't... It seems like they spent a lot of time in this movie in an empty hotel or something, and mm-hmm. just kind of talk and then set people on fire on the outsides. Like if you like the things they show in this movie, it looks like they're in three major set pieces, and it, it's either them in their cells, them on the boat, or wherever the hell they are for you know yeah getting escorted in this hotel. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's a little strange. I don't know. Maybe if it's like, like Die Hard, where they're going to drop them into a single. Well, building. I was going to say it's either like that, or it's going to be like Dread. <laughs> it's just a yeah. day in the life of being a Suicide Squad member, which I kind of wish is what they were doing. Like, I, I don't, but yeah. The one thing I will say is, although I don't think Will Smith is going to be a good Deadshot, it's nice to see Will Smith be Will Smith in a movie because it's been I don't know eight years a, since we've seen that. It's been a few of them for sure. Yeah. So that was nice because like. You know, he's like, oh, are you kidding me? And, all, and it's the stuff he's saying, like, oh, you know, that's the Will Smith I know and used to love. And uh, th- those were yeah. nice. Um, I don't... I'm still... I'm willing to give Leto a chance, but I... Um, he doesn't have the laugh. Uh, the thing they did at the beginning of the trailer... Where Give me his the Mad laugh, Max, like, his, mess with the logo thing? His laugh with the logo. Oh, like, yeah. it's it's partially acceptable until the very end, where it's not a laugh, it's just an... Like, what was that? It's like it the world's slowest the... shrug is what he did to make <laughs> that like nice. trying to, It's like they were trying to do the uh, the Heath Ledger thing when he comes in and just ironically does the ha-ha-ha. Like, Which was great. Yeah, because he wasn't in the really context, laughing. 
but I don't understand the context of this, and it sounds like he really is laughing. And yeah. that's what's the problem. I'm waiting for the interview where he's like, I took I took my laugh from an old cartoon witch that I remember. Like, it's very much like, eh, 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 oh, like, like that. Snow White? Yes. Like, like the queen? Like green, green witch with a long nose with a wart on the end. Like that kind of laugh. And he just modified it for the, I don't like the laugh. I don't like the look. Like this is, I just can't. I see, I, I see people to this day still dressing up like the Ledger Joker because that created an iconic look as well. And oh, I was different. And I don't think this is going to be a look for people. Oh at Christ! All. I hope not. Like oh God! Some, no. And, and you know what? I can't get out of my head now. That fucking Photoshop of Jerry Seinfeld and the Leto. <laughs> I, now I see that. I was just about to say I think he looked like Jerry Seinfeld in makeup in a few scenes, and it's because of that goddamn picture. That's what's going to stick around to me is that it, it, yeah, it's not a I, – I, look, a lot of people were very turned off by the look from the get-go, but they're like, Jared Leto's a good actor. Let's see what he does. I can't get past the look. The look is so distracting from everything else that I'm not even really paying attention to what he's doing or how he's saying things. And it's a shame because he's okay, like so the perfect pl- frame. Play the trailer for it. back, but close your eyes and tell me you still don't feel like you know. Ugh. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not. Well, that's because I'd have to listen to all the other dialogue in this trailer as well. I know. I was uh, cutting these trailers. Like the choices in music. I, I, what in the hell? I feel are like, they doing? I feel they're like, trying to be guardians. I feel well, like they, it doesn't mix. It doesn't cut well. Like going yeah. from whatever that first yeah. song was to ballroom blitz. Are you good, serious? I mean, they picked they picked good songs, but you're right. The cutting is weird, and I would wager that whoever cut these trailers are big fans of Wayne's World because so far they've used <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody and Ballroom <laughs> Blitz, which are both in the Wayne's World soundtrack. Uh, so Probably. I would I would wager that they're big fans of Wayne's World, which is cool. But not exactly a fit for this movie. Uh, what about you, Aaron? Are you? Uh, I have a feeling I know what you're going to say, but are you cemented in or radically turned away? I am cemented in only because I think this will be the worst movie I will have seen in theaters in a long time. Wow, you're gonna you're gonna go there. You're in because you think it's going to be a train wreck. Yes. Why don't you should go <laughs> see the boss this weekend. No, not quite there <laughs> yet, bro. Uh, I I think. Um, I. It, do it. It, like, like, yeah, it, my whole complaint, I mean, the, the, the movie feels fine. It's just them trying to shoehorn in Leto and then the Batman stuff. It's just, you know, why not, more let, why not have, have let Leto cameo or, you know, Affleck had a flashback about him. Like, you know, save him. Like, you know, why? I mean, I, I, I get how he's necessary to tell the, the, you know, Harley's backstory and all that. So we're going to see him, you know, here or there. But just, you know... It, they're they're well aware of the fan outrage, like so far about what they're doing with you know the Leto Joker, but then they just throw them right back in our face for the trailer. So I'm not sure if they're fucking with us at this point, or if they just you know they don't care. They're just like here, you know, here's a Joker, eat shit. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, based off of what I've seen from, uh, maybe he's going to be portrayed radically differently in the film. But based off of what I've seen so far, and based off of having seen Batman v Superman. There's no way this Joker is the the bane of Batman's existence. At least not this fucking Batman. Uh, I, in <laughs> fact, I'm pretty sure in this world that Joker would be dead already. Batman right? would have stabbed him or thrown wouldn't him off a have, building. Wouldn't he have a few of those fucked up, burned down bat, uh, you know, Batarang logos or whatever too? Yes, like Batman will have scarred the fuck out of this guy. Yes, uh, by now I. 
I just I'm not sure. I mean, look, they they did something when they set up that Ben Affleck, and supposedly Suicide Squad takes place after the events of Dawn of Justice. So this really? isn't like a prequel of uh, of events. Now maybe what we see of Batman in this movie is will new. be will be prequeled, like uh, oh right, like with Harley <laughs> and the Joker and the birth of Harley. Like maybe that will be backstory. So the Joker murdering Robin is what made Batman freak out, and start killing people. Maybe. maybe is that how they explain that? They could. I mean, uh, that's kind of always been the argument is from that day is when he should have changed, but they right. didn't. Right. They never explained any of that. Uh, I Yeah, I don't know. I still think Harley Quinn's going to be the standout character from the whole movie. She's the one that they obviously pay them way, way, by 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 far away, in any margin, the most attention to in the trailer. Uh, with Will Smith coming in second, and that's because they're probably paying him the most out of everyone in the cast. Uh, so she's getting the most attention. I, I'm with Aaron that I wish she would have tried to do a bit of the the cartoon voice a little just bit just a little bit she's yeah. just talking like herself it's kind of it's kind of a bummer yeah she doesn't honest. even say she, i didn't hear i mean maybe she'll say like puddin or mr j in the in the in the movie and they just haven't shown it in the trailers but something like that would help uh she looks the part i like the i mean they went with more of like the the video game look which is fine uh i i can't imagine them going with the full cartoon look uh, so all of that stuff is all of that stuff is fine. I don't know how I feel about Will Smith just being Will Smith. Uh, I guess he's playing a lighter side of of Deadshot. I guess. Well, I mean, Deadshot's been kind of retconned into more of a anti-hero later on, anyways. Like Pun- oh, like Punisher, where he just kills. Well, the bad I mean, guys like he's doing it for his daughter. Like that's what mm. everything is. Is he's doing whatever he can like to Punisher. be able to see his daughter. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, early, yes, he is an assassin, and yes, he takes, you know, he likes the money, but, you know, it's not, he's not completely evil, and that's kind of like the same thing as Boomerang. He's like the less professional version of him, mm-hmm. is what they're supposed to be. Um, so, I, that's where we stand, I guess, on the trailer. Uh, I don't know, we'll see. I mean, there's some out. things I liked more that they showed, but I just... I they got the wrong people doing this. I'm sorry. Like it's just Yeah, I don't know. I don't know I don't how know. you can, you know, have a pretty, you know, you know, okay to steady hand on on a Harry Potter movie mm-hmm. and then you let the right guy, you know, George Miller create like this completely fucking desert opera and yeah. and then, and then, you know, you hand over it the keys to like your most expensive IPs to Zack Snyder. Like, I, I mean, I know like years ago, George Miller was supposed to create a justice league movie, which yep. I really want to see. Cause that would have been amazing, but you know, it happens. Yeah. We are, and we are where we are. Um, all right, let's, uh, talk about a Z box office. Cause there's some stuff to talk about here for sure. Uh, mainly the the production of, of this Batman Superman movie and how it has suffered. Largely, I do believe, to critical reaction. Uh, normally, <laughs> movies, normally movies don't get hit as hard as this one got hit. Uh, you see that they had to go on their trailers or their commercials now or, or uh, tweets? <laughs> Best superhero movie currently Superb. in cinema. Is it? Yeah, that's what I've seen is superb. Like, like, like Ben Affleck is superb. 
everything is else good. is sh- everything else was shit. <laughs> Stuff like see, that. See the edited version where it's just the the bat the Ben Affleck Batman stuff. That's all you need. Uh I'm really sad that God's Not Dead 2 didn't make it into the top five, because, boy, that would be fun to talk about that movie. <laughs> uh, does anybody know what that what that's about? Too bad Zorbo's not in it, like in the first one. Yeah. Does anybody know what God, God's Not Dead 2 is about? I'm assuming I think we some, talked about it, but I might have blocked it from memory. I guess some kid goes to another school and tells him that God isn't dead to a philosophy professor? No, a, a teacher is asked a question about religion... <laughs> Which she then uh, answers, because the kid asks a very specific question, and the teacher answers in a very specific way and, and mentions Jesus or whatever. It's done in, in a way that any school teacher in the world would do it, but apparently it exists in this world where even mentioning the name Jesus gets her fired from her job, because a student hears her say the word Jesus and texts his parents right away, and they're, his parents are evil atheists or something, and they get, like, the the ACLU or something, a bunch of other people. She goes to court over all of this shit. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and she, yeah. And this is, uh, Clarissa Explains It All is the lead role here. Thank uh, you. That this was one, my first question. This one time, I was, uh, I don't know why, but I was, like, just going through channels. Yeah. And I came across, you know, like, the Christian channels. Mm-hmm. And there was this one show that was like, it was about SNL, but you know, none of the drug addiction or anything. Sure. And it was like this comedy group that does like shows every week and they actually show skits and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I kept watching it because it was, it was like a train wreck and they do this thing where, uh, he knows there's going to be an atheist in the crowd and he wants to try and convert them. You know, I get it. Ah. And, uh, they turn it all into, uh, I, get, I guess they get objectivism confused with atheism. Because <laughs> they're hard. all like, yeah. oh, you're just being selfish. You have no morality. Oh, it just appeared here. Nothing. Oh, that was like, so they're like, oh, yeah. This is what, their what, comedy show that they. <laughs> what, what's the name of the group? I can't remember what it is. Is it Sunday Night Live? No. <laughs> no, no, it's it's something like really hokey. Uh, I'm sure I don't. Jesus know. and brimstone. So Jesus and pals. No, I don't. It? No, I can't remember. I just I came across the Holy Spirit and, of Laughter, and I looked up. You know, that's actually pretty close to what I think the title is. Is it really? But they, like they do this whole thing, and it's hilarious because they're talking about like, oh, if you don't have a religion, then you have no morality, and then things just appear. And uh, so they're talking about like, oh, you know, it's like, yeah, I was in this house, and um, or no, 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 they're, they're at art gallery. That's- we losing it. We lost Glenn. I think he dropped his mic. Glenn's mic cut had, out. He might have had it sitting on his thigh. Uh, well, for more information on Glenn's story, you can visit, I'm not kidding, ChristianComedyAxe.com. Is that the name of the group? No, but there's just a... Oh. Uh, th- there's Fish Sticks Comedy. <laughs> him, yeah. Himprov. Uh, Himprov. Damn it. Oh, that so is good. so good. Uh, Glenn may have to plug in his mic. I think it may have begun 
uh, became unplugged. The disciples uh, of laughter is that it? <laughs> I'm I'm really I'm really the a big fan of, of comedy. I'm really a big fan of your uh, the and the Holy Spirit of laughter is pretty great as well. Uh, let's talk about the top five at the box office. Hopefully, Glenn can get reconnected here. Uh, number five. He's still Aaron. talking about th- that thing. <laughs> uh, number five, Aaron. The movie you were talking about earlier, Hardcore Henry, uh, is the number five movie. I really uh, want to see that, like, desperately. I have no idea why. It looks like it's going to be the dumbest shit, but... I, oh. I, he- I hear it's, like, really great for the first five to ten minutes, and then after that, like, if you... But, like, I guess, like, if you can put up with it, it's fine. Uh, but, because people are like, oh, it's really tough to watch. Uh, and they, they say that the novelty wears off, like, it's not good enough, and not well enough acted or whatever for... Uh, it to last, uh, but it debuted at number five. With I 5. think I got smited down by God just then. <laughs> I think Glenn did. He's back at least, <laughs> which is a plus. Uh, so yeah, that was number five. Number four, falling a spot. My big fat Greek wedding too made six point four million dollars. Uh, Zootopia fell from number two to number three, fourteen point three million. So wait, does that mean the couple from the first one got divorced and then the lady got remarried? For Big Fat Greek Wedding too, it's her yeah. daughter. That gets uh, it's married. their daughter. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next gen. Dude, how long ago? How long ago was the first movie? This kid's old enough to get married now. I think it was in the nineties, wasn't it? The first. No, Jesus, it's was not it? that old. Huh. It's me. I don't give a shit. Uh, but a lot of people went to see it. I guess. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend goes, "Oh, we're gonna watch that." I said, "No, no, I, I don't love you that much." Like I'm. Seventy-one million. It's made worldwide. Jesus. Not as much as the first one. Really. No. Uh, yeah, I guess the first you, one was like the like number one movie of never reaching number one or something like that. Yeah, yeah. The, Until the highest, Inside Out. Highest grossing movie that didn't hit number one or whatever. Yeah. Uh, can't catch that Greek lightning in a bottle twice, apparently. Uh, falling, unseated from the number one position in only its third week. I really feel like out there somewhere someone's writing that down to call themselves Greek lightning Greek from this lightning. point forward. <laughs> I'm sure some oh, wrestlers sure we'll got that as a gimmick. The, the it's a good spot. nickname. I some like re- Greek lightning. Some wrestler in the Smoky Mountains, some indie guy in the Smokies has that gimmick, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's really Armenian. <laughs> he's really Armenian. Uh, so, yeah, falling from number one to number two in only its third week is Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. It raked in $23 million, which is down 54% from week number two. Uh, so did you guys see the figures I posted when, week, when the week two results came out? Mm-hmm. Like how yeah. much the drop was? Yeah, it fell yeah. 68%, I believe, in the second week with Yikes. no competition. So that's Ow, that's man. all that's all from word of mouth and critics being like this is this isn't good. Uh, cuz I believe I stated normally a movie with with decent competition averages about a 50% drop. Sometimes movies do less than that. They do like only 40 something percent and amazing movies sometimes only drop like 30. But 50 is, is fairly average, and it dropped nearly 70% in its second week. Could you uh, imagine if they kept its original release date and it came out the same day as Cat vs. Iron Man? Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude. I, oh, my uh, God. So, the, that, the, the, the entire studio might have shut down. That would have been it. So here's the, here's the, here's the thing. Oh, it's uh, not a Bob Zemeckis movie. The, <laughs> <laughs> so at one, point, uh, at one point, they were thinking this is going to be Avengers money. And now they are going to struggle to hit a billion. They're 
Not even at eight hundred million. Right That's their break-even point right now. Is a billion, isn't it? Something like that. Uh, they're not even at eight hundred million yet. They'll probably. I mean, they'll reach that this. No, weekend. they just hit eight million, eight hundred million. I thought. Uh, well, according to Box Office Mojo, as of today, it's seven hundred eighty-five point seven. Jesus. So, no, yeah, they'll 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 get there. Eight fifty. I don't know. Yeah, they'll they'll cross. The, but I mean, if they're only raking in twenty-three million here. Well, Jungle be... Book comes out this weekend, doesn't yep. no, yeah. it? next. Or is it this? Uh, it's this no, weekend. No, it's this weekend. Yep, they're gonna get trampled. Here's yep. what beat Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. The number one movie in America. Melissa McCartney, McCarthy, whatever, Ghostbusters girl. It's her new movie. The Boss. Uh, that's number one. 23.5 million Beat out Dawn of Justice's twenty three point three million. Uh, so I don't know if it's good go. for that movie or bad for Batman. I am now told it's McCarthy. I apologize to the McCartney family. To yeah, you really should actually. Was there a Melissa a McCartney? Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe one of well, her cousins, uh, uh, Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, Jenny. But, uh, really? Yeah. yeah. Fuck off. No, seriously, that's how I'm was, not she lying. was a PA on the on the Jenny McCarthy show. Like that's how she got her holy shit her, her foot in the door. Yet another thing to blame Jenny McCarthy for, I guess. <laughs> and then, uh, and I'll follow Jim Carrey. Are you gonna put that on her too? Yeah, Brian Urlacher's <laughs> career. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I don't know, man. Brian Urlacher had that shit coming. I was okay with that. <laughs> um, so before we talk about the movies this weekend. Uh, did everybody, uh, did you guys get a chance to see the, uh, uh, the Civil War tweets that came out upon the interwebs? Kind of sort of. showed Spider-Man, like, in the fray also? Uh, well, I mean, there were, basically there were some, uh, basically there were, uh, some people, I guess there's like a social media blackout that was lifted. People can't do spoilers, they can't do reviews yet. But wow. many people the who embargo, had seen yeah. many people who had seen screenings of Civil War were no longer embargoed and could say non spoilery, non reviewy thoughts on Twitter about the movie. Uh, so these weren't like super fans uh, or whatever. So it wasn't it wasn't that. These were mostly critics uh, that were typing things, but uh, usually pretty great. Uh, a lot of it was stuff like uh, everything that Batman v Superman did wrong, Civil War does right, uh, things like that. Wow. Uh, you know, there's some people that, you know, uh, some people say it falls into some some traps like Batman v Superman does, but it's more fun. Uh, Spider-Man played perfectly, I see a lot of. Apparently he's in the movie more than people were expecting. Oh, uh, so I know some people were expecting a cameo-ish role, but apparently it's going to be more than uh, more than that. Uh, more than one person I've seen called the tarmac fight, the one that we keep seeing in the trailers between the two teams, calling it the, the greatest. The one that super- looks a little disappointing when compared to the comic book. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> the critics, the critics who have seen it, called it one of the best comic book fights ever put to screen. So, really? Yeah, Dude, like, I can't wait. High oh, that sounds awesome. There's, I mean, there haven't really been that many or that great of That's them, true. So. And most of them have occurred on Daredevil. So <laughs> that's, that's 100% true. Like, pretty much every time he gets into a fight. 
Uh, it's pretty great. Um, apparently, Baron Zemo is another wasted Marvel villain. Uh, yeah, this one says, Zemo is another wasted Marvel villain whose scheme is, while not as crazy as Lex, isn't, Lex's isn't much more coherent or less convoluted. So that's disappointing. Uh, but, I mean, that's kind of how they are in Marvel. They they don't rely on the villains. Their thing, The thing with DC is their villains are always great. And that's the hook there, where Marvel's these guys are just bowling pins to be set up and, and knocked down with a few you know really great ones that stand out over time. Um, a lot of people say that, uh, yeah, this guy's saying that Spider-Man is the best part of the film, uh, but in some ways he's also the most expendable. Uh, so there you go. Oh, uh, so he's like uh, Jet Li in The Expendables. Yeah. Uh, and th- th- So this guy, this guy was kind of down on it. Uh, he says it's a better, smarter version of Batman v Superman, but is a letdown compared to the Winter Soldier. Uh, so, but well, well that's I mean, Winter really... Soldier is probably their best movie to date, man. That's... Yeah, that's a high bar. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's tough. <laughs> uh, and considering you've got to balance more characters in it as well, uh, a lot more fucking characters. But, uh, but yeah, high, high, uh, very high buzz for yeah. It. The Russos did this right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, see, this is why you have people from TV running these things, because when they come from TV, they have to deal with more characters. Yes. Uh, let me see here. Okay, so coming out this week at the box office, these are the wide releases. We've got Barbershop, the next cut. I know you guys are going to be watching this. You guys in? Barbershop, the next cut? I'm going to wait until they're all done and come out in a box set, and then I'm going to stream them all together. <laughs> Is that what you're going to do? Aaron's yeah. going to binge watch it after Barbershop What do you think comes with the collector's edition? It's going to come in a poll. <laughs> Just one of those, one of those strike the polls? parlor polls? Yep, yeah. exactly. Do you think have... you get, like, scissors or anything? Yeah. You're going to get a plush of uh, Cedric the Entertainer as his character <laughs> in that movie. Or like the a hair pick or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you'll get a you'll get a uh, you'll get a plushy Cedric the Ed- Entertainer, or, or I guess in this case a plushy Eddie because that's his character. Um, yeah. You'll get a, an ice cube tray because of course he's in it as oh, well. Oh, I ice like cube. that an ice cube tray. An ice cube tray. Uh, Regina. Hall. Boy, if he doesn't have a set of those out already, he is really missing out. <laughs> well, every time I go to Freebirds, it's. Ice T is a picture of Ice T, and Ice Cubes is a picture of Ice Cube. I love it. Uh, no tomato meter score, no critical reviews yet. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Also opening wide this weekend, Criminal, starring Kevin Costner, Gary Oldman, Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> can we can we see that movie? Boy, I mean, that was a be, lot of old dudes you just rattled off. It's going to be on Holy Netflix shit. because apparently it is terrible. Can, also, you give me, really can you give funny. me those first couple of names again, please? Yeah, it's Costner, Oldman, Tommy Lee Jones, but it also has Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot, and uh, Alice Eve is also in it. Wow, that's a dude, that's a pretty solid cast, and you said this movie's supposed to suck? Uh, As a 0%. Wow. Uh, no, I am on the page, I am on the page, well, I don't know, I, I'm on the page right now, 7 reviews, 14%. Oh, okay. Hey, it's better than 0. On Rotten Tomatoes. But uh, apparently, like, the one review I read is it's uh, it's really funny and enjoyable because they all play it straight and they really shouldn't. Uh, here's, the, here's the only positive review. Uh, with his limbs lashing out and his snarling mouth firing off F-bombs, 
Costner clearly relishes playing a badass, which makes Jericho's Mayhem feel like an illicit pleasure. Kevin Costner and badass? Together? Dude, that well, movie where he Reynolds was the serial is... killer, Mr. Brooks, he was a badass in that was movie. He? Dude, that Fuck movie is yes, so dude. good. I'm, used to, I'm just used to seeing Costner play baseball, so... No, you have, you have to see Mr. Brooks, like, instantly. Like, it, it, really? I, I, would, I didn't want to see it because Dan Cook's in it, full disclosure. Oh, Cook stars in the movie. Is, it is yeah. so uh, worth it, him being so in that movie. Good. Oh, my God. Does Dan Cook so, get hurt? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we changed my mind about too. Dan Cook. Yeah, that I'll watch. Yeah, I'll William Hurt's awesome in that movie. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Big release this weekend, The Jungle Book. Uh, I know yeah. we lamented the the trailer uh, because we're like, eh, it seems all weird and stuff. But uh, 36 reviews in so far, 100% on the tomato meter. Uh, Have you read the reviews? Because they're all saying like it's a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm on board to see it. The review, Yeah, the reviews are calling it incredible. Uh our own Stephanie got a look of it like way before anybody else. Her review uh, came up on the site on April the 5th, uh, and I think she <laughs> gave it a four out of five. So that's right in line with a lot of the other people who were calling it just a tremendous movie. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of interested to see. Um, I Look, I, I never really watched the original Jungle Book, but I'm told there's actually not really much of a story to it. Uh at all. No, there's not. There's not when you like think it's, most, it. really. it's mostly the kid in various circumstances and songs being sung. Uh, nope. I watched the Honest trailer for it today, and they seem to point out that the kid is in a lot of sexually suggestive yes. <laughs> moments of the film. Yeah. Like, all of the animals are very touchy with him and shit. Well, yeah. yeah, they're pretty hands-on. Uh, or so paws-on, I, I guess. So that was, that was incredible. If people haven't seen it, go watch the Honest trailer for the original Jungle Book. And you'll laugh your ass off or be horrified one way or the other. And they also point out uh, just how much they reused animations back in the day, which was a ton. They re- they reused a shit ton of animations from their own movie in the movie. Yeah. Like, they just mirrored them and then darkened the scene or whatever. Like, it's a nighttime scene, so they just took a scene from the daytime and put a night background and then just mirrored it so they were facing different directions, but used the same exact animation. Well, you gonna so do cheap. hand draw all that stuff? So cheap. Uh, no, of course not. It's, it was the seventies or whenever that was made. When was that made? Like the fifties? Was it the fifties? I thought maybe it was like a fifties, sixties. I don't know. I think it was like nineteen forty-six. Whatever. One of, those, <laughs> one of those old movies. Uh, but that's coming out this week, uh, getting ridiculously high amounts of praise. Um, and, and that's a wrap, I guess, for this week. Uh, we will. Uh, We'll try to gather some more news. You know, if people want to contribute, info at geeklyempire.com, mailbag us, because then we can do a mailbag episode. That'll give us something to do. Right now, I think I maybe got, like, two emails in there. So we need we more. We should dust them. off and do a do a parts unknown. Maybe we should. Maybe we well, should. Cobbler's on there. Christ. Uh, do you... God, do you... <laughs> Do you remember the... I don't even remember the website we used to go to for it. Allflix. Uh, was it Allflix? It was Allflix. Yeah. Allflix.net. Yep. Slash. Netflix. Oh, fuck you, Adam Sandler. Randomizer. <sighs> I'm uh, so okay with watching a crap movie if you do this right now. Do you want us to yeah. pick one? We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. pick one because I don't think there's going to be enough news between this week and next. It'll Look, give to, us something to talk about. Uh, Let, there let's is, let's there, get into this shit. There is something tonight. I will say that there is something tonight. If you're a big Marvel fan on Jimmy Kimmel, they're going to be showing the first trailer for Doctor Strange tonight. 
Oh, uh, what? So Benedict, yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch. He's doing a Marvel Week. Uh, yesterday, he had Team Captain America on the show. Uh, tonight is Benedict Cumberbatch and Clark Gregg, and uh, tomorrow is going to be Team Iron Man. I Dude. believe. So tonight they are revealing a Doctor Strange trailer on Jimmy Kimmel. So. What channel is Jimmy? Kimmel, is that ABC? I believe that yeah. it's ABC. Okay, well, okay, that explains that. All right, cool. Outside of that, there may be nothing else to talk about. So I think we may. You, are we all in agreement? Maybe I'll, we wanna... I'll, I'll finally calm down from the Doctor Strange trailer because, dear. Are we all in agreement seriously. here? Do we want to dust off from Parts Unknown? Let's do it. Fox, yes. And start season three of From Parts Unknown? All right, we'll dust it off. We'll start season three. Uh, so for those of you who are unaware, we do this other series on the free on the free stream uh, called From Parts Unknown where we go to allflakes.net slash Netflix dash randomizer and from there we hit the, the magic go button and it will randomly select a film on Netflix that we have to watch and then review. And we have reviewed some doozies in the past. The, the, the few that we've gotten that were good are few and far between. Uh, I believe the rule is if it is a television show, we watch the pilot nope. and then talk about it and then discuss whether or not we would watch the show going forward. Uh Oh, I, man. I'm going to avoid documentaries or or uh, I'm going for the for the sake of enjoyment. I'm going to stick to just movies. Uh, so I'm going to avoid Do you have a dog next to you. Not next to me. <laughs> Cuz I can uh, hear something growling and like breathing heavily. Well, maybe that's just I'm Aaron sitting on top excitement. of a grizzly bear right now. I was going to say it might be Aaron in excitement for this. Uh, I'm going to avoid documentaries and any concerts, but otherwise, it's any and all Netflix categories. Uh, any Netflix film rated a 1 to a 5, any IMDb rated film 0 to a 10, and Shit. any movie released between the years 1900 and 2016. Fuck. And of course, if it's a movie that we've gotten in the past, we won't review that either. Correct. What are the chances of us getting killed in three times again? Yeah. <laughs> or go. Uh, oh Go wasn't bad. Go. It wasn't the worst movie we watched. Yeah, yeah, no, it was uh, not the worst movie. I, I still sing that song like randomly throughout. You know, just walking around the house and shit, man. Look, I still, yeah, it's right, I still, right there. I still remember the weird dance scene where they're cutting wood for some <laughs> yeah. reason. I don't know what the hell was going on. There like, was, like the fight scene in, in the water. They just started dancing yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, Bollywood, ladies and gentlemen. All right, uh, here we go. Three, two, one, bingo, bango. I'm going to press the go button. Uh, and what did we get? Uh, okay, we mm. have... Uh, what year did this come out in? Uh, 2001. No. Ac- action adventure sci-fi fantasy called Imposter, starring Gary Sinise. Uh, also in this, Tony Shalhoub and Vincent D'Onofrio. That's right. the most interesting cast I've ever heard put together. <laughs> in, <laughs> what? Here's the synopsis. In 2079, a well-respected scientist with the perfect life wakes up one morning to find himself suspected of being a replicant planted by aliens. Awesome. Oh. Uh, so there you go, everybody. If you want to follow along, it's Imposter from 2001. It's on Netflix. We'll that doesn't sound it. too bad. We'll Not like uh, Captain America on a train. Was Snowpiercer? I shit. like Snowpiercer. Ugh. You're nuts. I like Snowpiercer. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I thought that was one of the better movies we got. Did anyway, you... that's that's what we're oh. watching. You that might have been along. the best movie we got. 
Oh, Maybe. Faults. We uh, did watch Troll. We did watch Troll, but I think we did that one on purpose. Oh yeah, my god! Oh my god! Uh, so for everything we talked about this week, cinemageekly.com. Do you like corn? Oh, Jesus. I like popcorn. I like popcorn. Then let's eat some up. I still have flashbacks from having to describe that scene to Jen when she walked in on me watching it. (laughs) It's just corn porn. Don't worry about it. It's just corn porn. People are always like, uh, you know, they know the oh my my God. I'm like, oh, that is not the worst part. (laughs) It's really not. No, it's not. Uh, That corn porn is. That's something else. (laughs) Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, all at Cinema Geekly. The social media outlets, you can find us there. Once again, info at geeklyumpire.com. Uh, you can contribute to the mailbag. We'll do a mailbag episode and talk about everything that you guys wrote to us instead of whatever bullshit is happening in the in the world of movie and uh, and television. Uh, I believe that is it. Oh, one more time, of course, cinemageekly.com slash premium. If you enjoyed listening to the freemium stuff, uh, go sign up. It's a one-year membership. It's only $12, uh, and you get everything you heard, plus all the things you didn't, and, of course, all future episodes. Uh, but if that's not your bag, hey, you guys are getting a From Parts Unknown uh, in a few days when we all sit down to watch Imposter from 2001 on the Netflix. Uh, so for Glenn Beauvais and Aaron DeLosa, I'm Anthony Lewis. We'll be back with more Cinema Geekly Podcast. Hi, I'm one of the hosts of Who Made Who podcast. That's one of the many shows on Cinema Geekly Premium. We rip episodes to bits and do the pondering so you don't have to. We also play games using eBay and stray into Star Trek talk on occasion. You're missing this for the sake of $12. Well, it's time to fix that right now. Go to cinemageekly.com premium and use PayPal and you're all set. You'll also get a load of other shows for your $12, but really, you know you just want to listen to Who Made Who.